Hi guys, how are you? This is Chris from Heal, Grow, Become. A place where your healing matters. A place where you can be yourself without any reservations. Please don't forget to like and share with family and friends. Thank you very much for supporting us. Thank you very much for the love and support. If you haven't purchased my book, don't forget to click on the link in my bio. If you're in South Africa, you can get the book from Tech-A-Lot or you can buy a signed copy directly from me. If you're not in South Africa, you can buy from Amazon, hoping that Amazon will deliver to your location. Today I want to talk about being a savior, being codependent, and being a lifeguard in a relationship. If you have been to a beach or any public pool, you will notice that the most important safety measure of any pool or public beach is that there should be a lifeguard in place. Somebody who is present and monitoring the activities and making sure that the people there are safe. You see, as a lifeguard, your primary responsibility is the safety of the people that are using the facilities. And as a lifeguard, your success rate is not measured in the morning. And neither is it measured in the afternoon. You have to wait for the end of the day where you can then begin to, to reflect and take stock of the day and see if there are any recorded accidents. And if there are no recorded accidents, then you can consider yourself a successful lifeguard at the end of the day. You can consider that day a good day in the office. You see, there are so many people that are in relationships that feel like they are playing the role of a savior. There are people in relationships where they are expected to ignore themselves, to abandon and neglect their needs because they have to pursue the needs and expectations of their partners. Most of what they do has to be satisfying to their partners more than it is satisfying to them. You see, when you are in a relationship where you are playing the role of a savior or a lifeguard, you will notice that you constantly have to postpone your happiness. You have to neglect some of your personal obligations and responsibilities in the pursuit of the things that matter to your partner because you are putting your partner's happiness and well-being ahead of your own wellness and well-being. In fact, the quality and overall state of your relationship is determined by your ability to perform and be recognized and validated by your partner. And so you don't exist outside of the frames of the things that are satisfying and truly impressive to your partner. Anytime you have a concern around your partner's behaviors and or anything else in the relationship that is not serving you, that is considered some kind of a failure because most of what is expected of you is self-betrayal. You have to constantly abandon and neglect yourself. You are not allowed to speak up for yourself. You are not allowed to have any concerns. Anything that is going to offend your partner, anything that is going to put off your partner is considered some kind of a rebellious. Your happiness doesn't matter. You probably notice that your partner doesn't even know you outside of what you're offering them, outside of the performances you are willing to engage in. And it's because they don't need to know you. They don't care enough to know you outside of the things that you can do for them. Because you have also 
done enough gestures you have also extended a, enough gestures to prove to them that you also don't care about yourself and that you don't mind ignoring yourself because you are already invisible to other people and so you have become invisible to yourself being a lifeguard is overwhelming because there are certain privileges you don't get access to there are certain calls you can't take whilst you're on duty there are certain things that you don't get the benefits of whilst you're on duty because you have to be fully present to observe and to make sure that the conditions in that relationship are very ideal and convenient for your partner, regardless of how they make you feel. Maybe you developed that from childhood experiences. Maybe you have low self-esteem. Maybe you struggle with an identity because you have never been in an environment in which you are allowed to show up for yourself, in which you were seen outside of performances, in which you were genuinely celebrated for being a human being without you having to do something. Maybe your primary caregivers were not fully present to love you and to create an environment that would have given you the opportunity to genuinely know who you are and to form an identity that is secure. And so now in your adult life, you believe that the only way to be accepted, the only way to be celebrated is through performance. And now you're spending most of your adult life performing for everyone else at the expense of your well-being. You are never available to do the things that matter to you. In fact, you don't even recognize yourself. You see, as a child, it might have been true that you didn't have options. But that doesn't have to be your truth today. As an adult, you have too many options. As an adult, you have the opportunity to recreate a new meaning with your life, to define what you want your life to look like and feel like and pursue it without any reservations. And I know you might say, but I don't know how to do that because being a people pleaser has been my normal for the longest time. It's all I've known. It's who I had to become. It's how I had to survive the hostile environment I lived in as a child. And I fully understand you. But I'm saying that human beings have the capacity to learn new things every day. And so you have the opportunity today to change your life. You have to start recognizing the things that you genuinely enjoy doing outside of the relationships you have with other people. You have to start forming an, indep an independent identity outside of the relationships you have with other people. You have to start identifying with activities and anything that you genuinely like, anything that speaks to your soul and spirit. You have to start checking in with yourself, asking yourself questions like, what would I want to do with my life if I was not pursuing other people? What is it that I might have enjoyed as a kid? If I didn't need other people's validation and approval, what would my life look like? It is necessary that you begin to form an identity that is genuinely strong in which the choice to show up for other people should be made from a place of security and confidence where you Genuinely know that even if you were not to show up for them, you would still be okay with whatever they think or say about you. For as long as the things you are doing for other people do not supply to a wound, 
for as long as everything you are pursuing with your life today genuinely speaks to your soul and spirit and not some kind of a lack and or disadvantage from the past you need to consider working on your healing you need to consider doing the shadow work you see the pursuit of toxic relationships is usually enabled by our need and desire to fill in a void a void that was developed and created in our childhood due to the absence of our parents and care and primary caregivers maybe even in your adult you've been in relationships in which you are abused in which you felt invisible in which you were exploited and you were made to feel as if you didn't have an identity outside of the relationships you had with those people it's not true those people took advantage of an insecurity they took advantage of a feeling and a sense of emptiness that was already there in you and now it's time for you to begin to fill up that void because no amount of attention from other people is going to fill in that void because it's a bottomless pit that only you understand how deep it is and so only you can fill it up only you can begin to construct a new narrative go back into every childhood misfortune setback and or disadvantages and start having conversations with yourself and don't leave that conversation until you have constructed a, a narrative that is empowering to yourself a narrative that recognizes you that sees you and that validates who you are and validates your pain and everything that happened to you slowly begin to honor your emotions and truth It is possible for you to break free from the cycle of abuse and dysfunction. It is possible for you to be happy again. It is possible for you to see yourself. To finally find something that is truly meaningful and satisfying to you. but you have to extend a lot of grace you have to be kind with yourself you have to genuinely hold your hand and say it's okay it's okay i'm sorry you might have gone through everything that you went through i'm sorry that those who were responsible for you failed to show up for you but i promise that i'm here today and that i'm going to be here forever i will be here for as long as you need me and i promise to hold your hand for as long as you allow me to It is possible to heal. 